0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only
0: available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new, you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation, this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store
1: near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. And we are going to jump right into this thing. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has surpassed 10 million sales in three days. We are looking at a Nintendo Life article right now. Nintendo tweeted out and sent out the press release this morning. And uh, here's from the article. It says, well, we were expecting The Legend of Zelda the Tears of the Kingdom to sell well, but this is frankly astonishing. Nintendo has confirmed that the latest entry on the Zelda franchise has sold over 10 million copies in just three days, becoming the fastest selling Zelda game of all time. Uh, in a press release, the company also confirmed that the game has sold over 4 million copies in the Americas, becoming the fastest-selling Nintendo game for any system in that territory. This is a tweet from Nintendo UK. It says, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has sold over 10 million copies worldwide in its first three days, becoming the fastest-selling game in the history of the Legend of Zelda series. Thanks to those who already... Um, thanks to those already enjoying Link's latest adventure, and I'm on that list of somebody that is really enjoying Link's latest adventure. The milestone also puts the game more or less on par with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which has also sold over 10 million copies within the first three days of sale. It's unknown at this time whether Tears of the Kingdom has beaten out Scarlet and Violet, but would be willing to bet that Nintendo would, have, uh, would make it known if this were the case. Nevertheless, 10 million in three days is simply incredible for a Zelda game. For context, the Breath of the Wild now officially stands at a total of 29.81 million sales as of March 2023, which means that Tears of the Kingdom has managed to sell more than a third of those sales in just three days. If you guys remember the episode, the episode 417, Johnny Bo said he did not think Tears of the Kingdom was gonna sell as well as Breath of the Wild. Now, these are these are incredible numbers right out of the, you know, right off the bat. How where do we think this game ends like sales-wise by the end of this year after this holiday? Cuz you know that Nintendo is not going to stop pushing this game. Also, I am fairly certain that we are going to see DLC for this game around holiday. And I have some theories on that, but I'm going to put together a show just strictly talking about that. So we'll we'll get into that more later, but but I have some ideas on what I think the DLC is going to be. But I think the DLC is going to be good enough that it could potentially move more units, and we could really see this game. I don't. I'm, I'm thinking there's a chance we can see this game around 10 million by the end, or I mean another 10 million. I'm thinking 20 million by the time we get financials next at uh, the end of next fiscal year. I know those are those are. Uh, that's a pretty bold claim, but I, I think it's quite possible with the amount of switches out in the wild. The true question is, what is the bet, you guys? What do you want to see? Let me know in the comments or in Discord or hit me up on Twitter. What do you want to see happen to Johnny if this game outsells Breath of the Wild? And I'm not sure if the, if he was teamed up with somebody or not. So we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see who who and what is gonna to happen to the crew if, uh, if Tears of the Kingdom outsells Breath of the Wild. Really glad to see these numbers are so positive, and I've just barely scratched the surface with the game, and I'm having such an incredible time with it. Next up on the list here from Nintendo Life, it says Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the sixth game ever to get a perfect score from Edge and Famitsu. And this is kinda of, kind of cool. I was, I was reading through this already, and it says, F- with reviews rolling in thick and fast, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has joined an exclusive club of just six games to be given a perfect score from both Famitsu and Edge magazine. Uh, the article says, Thanks VGC, so that must have come, come from them. Uh, in the latest review from Famitsu, which granted the game a perfect 40 out of 40, after receiving unique ratings from four of its critics, since its first issue in July of 1986, the magazine has only given out 28 perfect scores, Placing Tears of the Kingdom with some elite company. Equally elite is landing a 10 from Edge magazine, which has only given out 24 reviews with such high praise in its 30 years of publishing. Um, All this to say that the two outlets, um, when these two outlets align in such a way, it's something special. In fact, only six games have achieved this accolade so far, four of which are titles in the Legend of Zelda series. So, this list, honestly, kind of surprises me a little bit. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, not surprised whatsoever, fantastic game. Bayonetta, the first Bayonetta game, received a perfect score from both these outlets. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, now that is the one that surprises me the most. That, that tells me that, more than likely, the reviewers from each of these, uh, from, from each of these places really enjoys The Legend of Zelda, because Skyward Sword's kind of a, kind of a, giving it a perfect score is a little bit of a hot take, I would say. Not that it, I don't think it's necessarily a bad game, and we don't know from this list if they reviewed the GameCube or the Wii version, because that might have an impact as well. I have a feeling the GameCube version is more fun than the, uh, the Wii, but I could be mistaken, based on how they handled the controls with the Switch. Grand Theft, Auto's, Grand Theft Auto 5, also on that list, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. From the article here, it says seeing the likes of Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild on this list, uh, you know, isn't all that surprising, but Skyward Sword is something of a curveball. Don't get us wrong, we liked Link's Skyloft Adventure on release, giving it equally perfect 10 out of 10 in our review, but rarely do you find it in the upper echelon of Zelda Zelda's best as seen above. Of course, there are many, many games that just uh, missed out on being welcome to this list. Both Super Mario 64 and Odyssey received perfect scores from Edge, but dropped one point in their Famitsu reviews, while Wind Waker was the other way around, receiving full marks from Famitsu and a nine out of 10 from Edge. So it was very close. Uh, with a rare case like Tears of the Kingdom, however, it seems that everyone is unified in their admiration of this game. Um, last weekend, we saw the title rise to the highest-rated game of all time on OpenCritic. And this week, we've already seen it achieve the UK's biggest boxed launch of 2023 so far. So, this, this game right now is just... It's its unstoppable, and it's, it's amazing. And if you haven't picked it up yet, I highly suggest doing that. And... Uh, oh, man. I'm just... I have not lost myself, you guys, in a game like this in so long, and it feels so good. It it honestly feels like Tears of the Kingdom has brought me back to gaming, because like, I feel like I've just kind of been dipping my toes in the water with gaming uh, as of recent, haven't really found a ton of time to be able to game, and this dropping on vacation, although I wish I was streaming more and, and hanging out with you guys more, I am completely recharging my batteries, which is so good, and just really kind of like no-lifing this game like as soon as i finish this uh, this podcast i'm jumping right back in i can't i cannot wait so it, it it's a fantastic game and it's definitely getting the scores it deserves Uh, another article from Nintendo Life here, it says, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom director wanted Ganondorf to be a very awesome demon king. and But then the article goes on to say the fan base had a bit of a different reception to his new look. So from the article here, it says, when Nintendo originally revealed Ganondorf the legend, um, in The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the fan base got rather excited about his new look. If you were wondering about how the redesign came about, Tears of the Kingdom director um, uh, Hidemaro Fuji Bayayashi recently revealed how to task his assigned staffer and huge Ganondorf fan, Satoru Takizawa, who was involved with the series since The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Real quick, with those Japanese names, I gotta give a shout out to Lindsay, who messaged me and was like, yo, I'm gonna help you with these names. So, um we're going to start getting these uh, getting these better i promise you guys so uh, fuji bayayashi said his only request was to make him very cool and very awesome demon king because he is such an important character on the same level as the game's protagonist link here's the quote it says because the staff's veteran because the staff's a veteran to the franchise he's able to really think about the needs of the ones of the entire team. There's a part of this person that's really kind and sealed away the love they have for Ganondorf in the designs that they've done in the past. But when I made this request to really make Ganon the way he is, because the spotlight is on him this time around, and he is really crucial, integral character, I vividly remember the sparkle in the person's eye as they heard it Seeing that love, I was really confident that I could just leave it up to them, knowing something great would come of it. Uh, In a recent interview with New York Times, series producer um, Anuma mentioned how Ganondorf could easily undergo character development and changes in his personality in future entries of The Legend of Zelda. I I haven't even I've barely scratched the surface of this game, so I, I haven't even experienced any of uh, any of his story yet. But I'm, it's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. And and to be honest, when it comes to this game right now, I'm just spending time exploring, looking for, looking for the different towers and and taking on each, shri- each shrine as I find it. So it's uh, it, it's it's just been great so far. But I love I love the amount of passion and the amount uh, just how much this team cares about this franchise about these characters and the way they get to put them like they get to put themselves into these characters they get to put their heart into these characters and they don't take any of this lightly and it really it really does come through with the game so lastly here we're, we're, we're getting away from some some zelda news i know you guys are probably shocked that we're we're not talking about zelda the entire time but unfortunately uh, the nintendo switch online release of pac-man 99 is shutting down this october but the offline mode will still be accessible um, nintendo has announced bandai namco's switch online title pac-man 99 will be shutting down on the 8th of october 2023 While you will no longer be able to play online against other players, you'll still be able to enjoy the game in offline mode, including an additional paid content you purchased. Here's a rough Google translation of the announcement via social media. Uh, The online service for Nintendo Switch Online Subscribers software Pac-Man 99 will end on Sunday, October 8th. You can continue to enjoy the offline mode of paid additional content even after the online service ends. Bandai Namco's official Pac-Man website has gone into a bit more detail, revealing that the whole shutting, da- revealing the whole shutdown process. While the online service and distribution of the main game will be discontinued on the eighth of October, twenty twenty-three. Prior to this, paid custom themes and the deluxe pack and mode uh, unlocks will end. In other words, download this game and any DLC you want if you haven't already. Here's the shutdown schedule. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> this is this is extensive. Pac-Man 99, which is currently available as a benefit for Nintendo Switch Online members, will soon be discontinued. Distribution of the main game and sales for each DLC will end accordingly. August 8th, 2023. Discontinued content, paid custom themes. On the September 8th, discontinued content. Pac-Man 99 Deluxe Pack, Pac-Man 99 Mode Unlock. October 8th, discontinued uh... content. Discontinuation of online service for the main game. Distribution of the main game and free custom themes. Last little bit from the article here says, Pac-Man 99 made its debut on the Switch in 2021 following the footsteps of Nintendo's Tetris 99 and the now discontinued Super Mario Bros. 35. Since launch, it has accumulated more than 9 million downloads. So strange to see something like this going away. And, And maybe it was only a timed exclusive. Maybe this is something that... Uh, Xbox and PlayStation will pick up as well, and it comes back to the Switch as, as some kind of a paid game that will, you know, maybe, maybe cross-play will be introduced, and it won't just go away completely. I still shake my head and wonder about Mario 35 and why, why we don't get to still... I would still play that game. I, I don't know why that game would be created and then just used to sell Nintendo Switch online for a short period of time and then go away it's such a very strange business move and i don't i don't really understand it and maybe there's an opportunity once pac-man goes away for mario to come back to the uh to come back to the switch and and, and give us something to play maybe they add you know mario 3 mario 2 super mario world i don't know but I would love to see more from that series. And I mean, as much as I, I never, I played very little of Pac-Man 99. I've, I've talked to a few people recently that really, really enjoy it. It's, it's one of their kind of go-to games. And so uh, I, I hate to see that it's more than likely due to a low player base and the lack of people purchasing, purchasing DLC that the servers end up starting to cost more than the games actually making them. And it's just not a good business move. Uh, hopefully... Hopefully it comes to the other systems and it doesn't just disappear altogether because it, it, it is fun and it's nice to know that it's, it, it's there if you're in the mood for, for some competitive Pac-Man. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the Nintendo PowerCast, the Nintendo News Minute. Uh, I've been your host, N64Josh. You can follow me at, at N64Josh on all the places. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye now.